0: You are listening to the oneabus.net podcast network. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. This movie review also comes for subscribers at Time Lord level or above, an uncut, unedited, longer video version of the review. Become a subscriber and check it out!
1: "'Why did you do all this for me?' he asked. "'I don't deserve it. I've never done anything for you.' "'You have been my friend,' replied Charlotte. "'That in itself is a tremendous thing.'" Oh, hello, I didn't see you there. This is Bradley Martin of the Screener Squad, just brushing up on a tremendous classic, Charlotte's Web by E.B. White. And today we're actually going to be talking about a film regarding tremendous classics... Best Sellers is a film written by Anthony Greico directed by Lena Rosseller starring Michael Caine an author named Harris Shaw who wrote possibly the greatest work of fiction that ever has been or ever will be written ever ever but that was the only thing he wrote and then he became a recluse much like our dear friend Sellinger. Cutting himself off from the rest of the world, living in a bomb-ass house, typing away at things, and living with his cat. Back in the city, Aubrey Plaza, playing Lucy Stanbridge, is trying to keep her father's legacy, a publishing house, running and printing books. Important books. But debt has come to collect, and she needs a bestseller or her father's legacy, will be extinguished. She goes to meet up with Harris Shaw, who actually wrote the book that her father published and put him and himself on the map. But debt is coming to collect on him as well, and he wants to keep his house. And the only way he can do that, he feels, is by writing a bestseller. So the two team up, and go on a book tour. Hilarity and drama ensue. I'm not here to talk about this movie by myself. No, no. With me I have someone whose names you'll see on the shelves someday in your local bookstore. Jordan is with us.
2: Why, hello there, dear readers. I did not suggest Charlotte's Love. I suggested an absolute true
1: piece of literature i wanted you to read from one punch man also we have someone who would not call the ghostbusters on a poltergeist in her library ray is with us hello
3: (laughs) sorry y'all are already cracking me up
1: (laughs) (laughs) and then we have someone daring with us today he remembers the page number and says bookmarks are for cowards ryan is with us today
0: How's it going? Going to be doing my best NPR voice today.
1: And as a book snob myself, often I love to talk about books, or rather I like to talk about myself and how books that aren't about me are actually about me. And we'll be talking about this movie. What did you all think of bestsellers? I thought it was actually really good.
2: Honestly, I found myself very impressed with this movie. Uh, It's dryly funny, and it's honestly much more effective and moving than you would think, given that this movie is anchored by Cantankerous and Cantankerous Prime, you know, Plaza and Kane, it was really quite enjoyable. I found myself very invested in it.
3: I was invested in it too, I think for the same reason, that it became a lot more charming than I thought it was going to be. I was expecting a little something to stay just cantagrous and contentious the whole time and and maybe them to fall back on some tropes of this, of this particular genre when I was watching the trailer, because that's what the trailer kind of gave me. But it was Plaza, Aubrey Plaza, and it was Michael Caine, and I was like, okay, I'm in for that, whatever you're going to give me. And then I was surprised that this movie was had a lot more heart than I expected it to
0: yeah and I think just I mean casting those two actors who you do just expect to see in these as you guys have said like cantankerous roles uh and just seeing them kind of turn a little bit and show like a different side of themselves and I think they can clearly both like pull it off so so well and yeah, like Michael – grumpy Michael Caine is is the best Michael Caine and maybe the only Michael Caine. And, yeah, that's – it's always entertaining to see.
2: I mean it is nice to see Michael Caine in this period of his career where he does truly give a shit and not like Jaws 4. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Was that the revenge? Yeah, yes. Now, Carrie Ewells is in this as Helper Nolan – that has been marketed pretty heavily. What did you guys think of his performance? Uh, well, Am I even saying the name right? Carrie Elways. He's like in one scene.
2: It's a good scene. It's it's a scene that honestly did make me laugh out loud because I I, I was thinking with the, you know, Michael Kane as a pissed off, just cantankerous offer and Carrie Elways as this walking nineties joke of a critic (laughs) with the fuck even complete with a fucking cardigan around his neck. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I was like, Oh, this is going to be good. I want this. And yeah, it was fucking hilarious. Uh, But really the only other standout performance for me is I'm blanking on her name. Uh, Oh, the one that plays Aubrey's assistant? Yeah. Yeah, Ellen Wong is delightful. Because she's the one that's going to have to look after Kane's sick-ass cat. And it's, like, really good. And you can tell she honestly does care about this as much as Plaza does. Because I just feel like... It, it, if it were, like, one of these characters that's just like, well, it's a job for me. It it The movie would lose a bit of its emotional weight.
1: Yeah, and I agree. I think it's a subverted rule. You'd think that Aubrey Plaza, as we said earlier, is going to come in as this angry girl boss who's like, I need it done and I need it done five minutes ago. But both of these women are kind of in it to win it. And they even talk to each other like they have the same goal. Let's get this published. Let's be successful. And when Aubrey tells her, well, then you'll watch that cat at my house, I thought, oh, boy, what a nightmare. And what comes of that is actually quite charming. And I enjoyed that a lot because who wouldn't take advantage of something? Whether or not the book gets published, I thought was going to be the driving force of this film. Was it... Wasn't it? And how did the actual theme of this movie hit for you? It blindsided me, and I had to, like, readjust to accepting, oh, this is what this movie's about. Now, I know this is a loaded question since I don't want any spoilers. How'd y'all dig on the theme of this when it's kind of marketed as, "Uh uh-oh, grumpy old man needs to change or fall into obscurity?
3: Oh, I like I said before I was pleasantly surprised that we get that instead of what we saw in the trailer because it, I guess that makes me happy that they didn't give everything away in the trailer I hate trailers for the most part and I like that they didn't give anything away I like that I got something I didn't expect and I like that that thing that I got was really well executed and if you're talking about theme and and trying not to go into spoilers I I think, again, it's one of these films that goes along and says, hey, family just isn't who your blood is. You know, family's who you make it, and family is who, you know, where you find it. And if your family is not the greatest family in the world, guess what? It's okay to kind of go, I'm done with you, and and I'm going to go and find people who I really want to be around. So there's that theme, which really, of course, uh, really resonates with me, and I liked it a lot.
0: Yeah, and just Aubrey—I mean—to reiterate again, like Aubrey Plaza and Michael Caine just sell it so well, and I think that they are like—I don't know—I I think this movie's worth watching for them alone. They're—they're um, they're both really, really incredible.
2: I really did love the themes and how they resonate. I mean, I'm a writer too. I mean, I'm—I'm I'm still. I mean that's what I went to fucking school for, that and directing. But that's besides the point. So this movie did resonate with me a bit. I'm still trying to process the fact that eighty something bitter old Michael Caine spoke to my thirty fucking two year old soul. <laughs> but that's but but you know I see my, I see my therapist on Friday mornings for that. Uh. That I, I I did like how things shifted. Uh, I don't want Yeah, I'm trying to not go too much into spoilers because it it does happen with a bit of a reveal. Uh, but yeah, but but what I will say is that it's an effective one. It it is one that actually benefits the story and is actually nicely well. And it's not, it is nicely built up. It really is. And this is definitely one of my favorite performances by Aubrey Plaza. Like, this might be my favorite leading performance of hers. I still actually haven't seen Ingrid Goes West. Ingrid Goes West. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, uh, that that's sort of, like, on my perpetual back burner. That will eventually be gotten to some, someday. But yeah. this... I I was like this is a good like example. It's like, yes. I love April Ludgate, but there is truly much more to her than this and also her pro- uh profound laced awesome uh little bits in Scott Pilgrim. The yeah. yeah. Uh I-, I I I found that Plaza and Kane bounced off each other so well and also yeah another stellar performance by michael kane i thought yeah it's michael kane it's it's probably going to be fucking great and it was so i was very delighted by that but more so just how well they uh they complemented each other
0: yeah the man is 88 years old and still going strong and like, just so dedicated to his characters, which you have to love.
2: Oh, no, I I do. Uh, both of them deliver two of my favorite performances of this year thus far. Like, uh, I, I do highly recommend the movie just off of them alone.
1: Very good. Well, the closing question, as I said before, I'm pretty pretentious about reading even books I haven't read. I can kind of act like I did read them, unless somebody asks, and I'll admit I didn't read it. I was kind of sad. All I got to do with this one is like, oh, yes, yes, The Great Gatsby. I know that line. And they don't really quote any other book. Did any of you three feel the missed out opportunity of being a pretentious asshole by the lack of book referencing in this? Well,
2: one, thank you, Bradley, for telling us that you're the one that that has as responsible for Sparks notes. Being around it today, <laughs> you you have kept a lot of people employed. Uh, Second <laughs> secondly, to... <laughs> I really I I didn't even notice that. Honestly, I I, I the move I was just yeah I, I guess I was just entranced by the story and how good the chemistry was between uh Kane and Plaza. That I really didn't even notice like the one sort of passage or soliloquy as it were we get is from the great fucking Gatsby it didn't really bother me I, I honestly I'm just now remembering it because you just brought that up so clearly for me not a problem at all because I was almost because part of me was kind of expecting this movie's was going to drop a fucking this movie's going to be a fucking hipster right now and drop a fucking passage from a book that's get, that's gonna relate to this, but and everyone's gonna look it up. And also, your fucking hipster friend with the goddamn tweed mustache
0: is gonna be like, "I knew that."
2: So Sh- shut the
0: fuck up, Derek. Yep. <laughs> 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 so you thought there were gonna be a lot more infinite jest? Oh
2: fuck! Oh. <laughs> I have. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop right there before I go off on that fucking book.
1: Let's go into our final thoughts, uh, Ryan. Why don't you lead us?
0: Yeah, no, I, I I went into this, and the main reason I wanted to see it is because I think Aubrey Plaza has just been absolutely killing it lately. I mean, if you all haven't seen Black Bear too, um, that was such an incredible performance from her. Like, obviously, Ingrid Goes West too, but it's just it's just great to see her build up this re- like repertoire of of work that's just. Ben I feel like she's sort of grown a lot like as an actress and is just getting better and better and taking on like challenging roles and I you love to see it and to get to see her work with Michael Caine in like such a late stage of his career where he's clearly still like so invested and like just just gunning for it it's just it's it's really awesome to see and I think this is just this is kind of just like an entertaining like actors showcase and I think that if you watch it in that way you'll you'll really really dig it. Um, I'm going to give this six and a half out of ten. Great Gatsby references.
1: Excellent, Ray.
3: Uh yeah, I think we're all all on the same page with this one. It was a movie that I decided to watch because of the cast, and then I. Got a lot more than I bargained for from the trailer, and that made me really happy. Uh, Ryan, I agree. I think that Avi Plaza is doing these roles. It's it's not necessarily that she's in some kind of huge blockbuster or anything like that. But man, if you watch her do Ingrid Goes West, if you watch her do Legion, that quirky, wonderful character in Legion, and then I agree, Black Bear, it was the best performance. That no one saw, unfortunately. So it's so, so good. good. Yeah. And I love... I'm now just loving to watch her work. And of course I love to watch Michael Kane work, but I'm really loving to watch her work. Um, and I wish that more people would see some of the quirky stuff that she is doing. Because it's going it, <laughs> to... She's just turning into one of the most interesting actresses uh, in the last several, several years. So this is a movie I think that a lot of people are going to like, even though they, it may not be on their radar. I think it's accessible, uh, to sit down and watch because again, it is all about writers and writing, but it's not necessarily pretentious, uh, as as we pointed out. And I am going to give this eight out of 10 reluctant cat sitters.
2: (laughs) Jordan, uh, I love this movie, I thought it was so damn good, very entertaining, brilliant performances, but yeah, just a great showcase of Michael Caine and Aubrey Plaza, both separately and together. Uh, They bounce off each other so well, and I, I honestly wouldn't mind if they reunited for something, it'd be so goddamn good. I, I, again, I just say, look, just watch it for them. You'll get some damn good laughs and a much more moving story than you think you'd get. So I'm going to give this 8 out of 10
1: manuscripts. Love those manuscripts. I read Gatsby all the time, honestly. <laughs> and it's not because I'm like, mm-hmm, with my pipe and monocle. I have a monocle around here somewhere and a pipe. But it's my brother's favorite book, and I just wanted to understand my brother better. He's older. And so I read it annually, and I feel like I kind of do. You know, we live in different countries. My favorite quote probably isn't memorable by anybody. They're a rotten crowd. You're worth the whole damn bunch put together. The theme of that hits really hard with how sentimental this film got, and I don't mean sentimental as an insult either. Just how people bond over stories and what stories actually mean, how they make you feel, of course, it's more remembered than the words you actually read. But those words can be put somewhere just to trigger that memory and that feeling within you. And where this film goes definitely requires a lot of heavy lifting by actors. And Aubrey and Kane, I kind of guessed it would go somewhere deep because they're both so brilliant and can lift that weight. I also enjoyed this a lot. It dips in a little places, maybe drags out on the cranky old man insults. Uh, Really takes open shots at the hipster crowd, which I thought was unnecessary, but also kind of necessary, especially during a sequence in which they were trending about something on Twitter, but sales weren't improving. And that shocked her, and I was just shaking my head like, I'm not surprised. A hashtag isn't a purchase. Womp womp. So I'm going to give this seven out of ten t-shirts with authors on them and
2: now i would like to end with the reading of a poem (laughs) make it cream make it scream out in public make a scene i don't cook i don't clean but let me show you how i got this ring that was what i've my cardi b i can't hold it (laughs)